Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity show this Monday. Glad you're with us. 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Look, this this is now a full blown uh allegation of, of a massive, widely spread Biden family syndicate bribery scandal. And and it's like you have to keep you know uh, unpeeling another layer and another layer and another layer of the onion. Uh, somebody suggested that, well, eventually the, the Washington Post, I think it was Newt Gingrich and the New York Times are going to actually have to report on all of this. Uh, we have a lot of terrific reporting the last couple of weeks by both John Solomon and Miranda Devine. They both join us now. John Solomon, investigative reporter, editor-in-chief, justthenews.com. Miranda Devine, author of The Laptop from Hell. She has an amazing column out today. And uh, in this column, she goes into great specificity and detail that, you know, about Devin Archer's testimony that we expect later this week, um, set to testify that Joe Biden participated in in two dozen conference calls with Hunter's foreign business partners, some of these while he was the vice president. Um, Yeah, that would be uh, everything Joe promised every every voter that he didn't do in 2020. I never once spoke to my son about his foreign business dealings or my brother or anybody for that matter. Anyway, welcome back, John Solomon, Miranda Devine. Great to have you both. Yeah, good to be here, John. I'll let you, Miranda, in your own words, go over this this very, very powerful uh, piece you have today that Hunter Biden would do the dialing and his father would be on the speakerphone in these meetings with his overseas business partners the level of involvement keeps getting deeper and deeper and coming from Devin Archer. I got to imagine this is going to be a devastating week for the Biden family syndicate. Yes, well, Devin Archer, of course, um, has been convicted over uh, his role in a $60 million bond fraud and he's facing jail uh, any day now. And so he really doesn't have anything to lose. And he's been asked by the Oversight Committee to testify. He's agreed to do so. And uh, I guess he just wants to get it off his chest. 
And one of the things that he's believed to uh, tell the oversight committee is about these speakerphone calls um, where it was sort of Hunter Biden's party trick when he was trying to close a deal or impress uh, prospective, um, you know, benefactors or just do a deal. And um, he would get his father on speakerphone and he did this a number of times in um, witnessed by Devin Archer, who was, Hunter called him his best friend in business, but he basically was thrown under the bus by the Bidens and abandoned um, over this Burnham deal. And so uh, the speakerphone, I mean, he, he he's going to um, talk about a couple of these instances, but one of them, or at least up to two dozen that he witnessed. But one of these speakerphone calls was um, at an important juncture of the Burisma-Ukraine problems and uh, and the, the Burisma executives were leaning on Hunter Biden and Devin Archer to try and help uh, the owner of Burisma, this Ukrainian energy company, to get out of some problems that he had with the prosecutor general in Ukraine. And so this meeting was after a board meeting of uh, Burisma in Dubai on December 4th, 2015. And then there was a dinner after the board meeting. And then after the dinner, Hunter and Devon Archer went to another hotel, a Four Seasons Hotel in Dubai for a drink with a friend of Hunter's. And they got a phone call while they were there late at night from uh, the owner of Burisma, this guy, Nikolai Zlachevsky, the oligarch who didn't speak English, but his factotum, a guy called um, Zadin Pozarski, was on the phone and he said, where are you? We need to talk to you urgently. And so the two Ukrainians then went to the Four Seasons, met up with Hunter and Devon Archer, who were sitting in the bar outside, and uh, said, we need to speak to your dad. And so Hunter got his father as he'd done before with the Burisma people, on the speakerphone. Uh, this is the um, testimony that Devon Archer is expected to give to the Oversight Committee later this week or early next week. And uh, when Hunter called his father and put him on the speakerphone, he introduced the two Ukrainians to then-Vice President Joe Biden by name. Uh, and then he said words to the effect, we will know more when Devin Archer testifies, but it was something along the lines that the Burisma bigwigs need our support. You know, John, we've known about this for a long time. We we have Joe Biden on tape saying that he never once spoke to his son about his foreign business dealings. I played that going back to the Trump impeachment on Ukraine issue. Uh, we have Hunter Biden admitting he has no experience in energy, oil, gas, or or Ukraine. And why are you being paid all this money? But it's really, as as Miranda's pointing out, this is only the tip of the iceberg. James Comer was on with Ted Cruz on his podcast and, and literally said, I'm not shocked about anything. Uh, he said, I think Joe Biden's been selling access to our enemies for decades, quote, unquote, uh, that's that's a powerful statement of the chairman of this committee. They're expecting it, you know, that the Biden family took in as, as much as 30 plus million dollars. Ukraine, Kazakhstan, uh, China, Russia, Romania, uh, uh, Mexico and a dozen other countries. And so Devin Archer is going to go into the House Oversight Committee this week and give blockbuster testimony. I've got to imagine uh, that Newt's right when he suggests even the Washington T Post and the New York Times are going to be following this at this point. A little late, but welcome aboard. 
<laughs> yes. Well, first off, outstanding reporting again from Miranda. She has done such extraordinary work. And there's so well, you both have, to be very frank. And, and I, I really applaud both of you. This one really advances the ball because the period of uh, October to December of 2015 is going to become the single most important uh, time frame in this investigation. Uh, Miranda captures that email where you see the panic with Burisma, and then she captures with this brand new detail. Uh, Joe Biden put on the phone with them. What you're going to see during that time frame is that U.S. policy suddenly evolved. It was going in one direction regarding the $1 billion uh, guarantee and what to do with Victor Shokin, the prosecutor. And then it pivots very quickly in a short period of time. And I want to point out one other thing. This board meeting is around the time in December that Blue Star Strategies, a firm that was working with Hunter Biden in the United States to try to make the Burisma corruption allegations go away, they're actually in the Biden uh, vice president's office in that time frame meeting around the same time. We're going to build out a timeline. You're going to see a whole bunch of new evidence later this week that not only describes why that period of time is so important, but also begins to raise questions about the very neat story that Democrats gave during the 2019 impeachment of Donald Trump. The facts do not match that story based on the new evidence we're going to make public later this week. Let's go through because you, you too, uh, have a pretty good idea where you think uh, Devin Archer's testimony is going this week. Where do you think it's going? Well, listen, I think there are two components, right? He'll he'll be fact witness to certain things. He'll be able to confirm most likely that there was a Cafe Milano meeting where a whole bunch of Hunter Biden's uh, business partners got to meet with Joe Biden, including a Ukrainian oligarch named uh, Elena Baderina, as well as Vadim Pazarsky, that same executive. Well, Baderina, by the way, is the, the former first lady of Moscow, Russian oligarch. Uh, the, we had a $3 million deal and then allegations of maybe an investment of up to $100 million. Have we ever confirmed that as in a real estate venture? Yes, $200 million is mentioned. A document that the FBI introduced at Devin Archer's trial back in 2018. Uh, it's from Burnham Capital. It says uh, Devin Archer briefed Burnham that he had taken upwards of $200 million from Yelena Batarina during that time frame. Now, people I've talked to say it might be a little less than that, but that was the claim in that document, which the FBI had. It actually introduced in the, as a trial exhibit. Uh, so you're going to have Joe Biden coming in contact with a controversial Russian oligarch, in contact with Vadim Pazarsky, the guy who is highly mentioned in the FD-1023 as part of the bribery scheme. I think Devin Archer will be able to provide those things. There are going to be other places where his memory is hazy or not strong, and that's why his documents, sitting at a document storage company, all the things the FBI gathered from him back in 2016, frozen in time, that will become the second sort of narrative that Devin Archer can give Congress. If Congress can get those documents via subpoena, and James Comer said he's subpoenaing them this week, that will be the second gift or, or roadmap that uh, Devin Archer can give for this investigation. All right, quick break. More with John Solomon, Miranda Devine. More on the Biden family syndicate and the walls now caving in dramatically on the Biden family, especially President Joe Biden. This is not a, a Hunter Biden scandal, a Jim or Jill Biden standard at all or a scandal at all. It is a Joe Biden scandal. Uh, look, I want to remind you about Mantis X. I mean, this is an incredible, incredible technology that's very affordable, military grade technology. Ammo's expensive. It's in short supply. Uh, you may not know the best shooters in the world do a majority of their training with dry fire practice at home. 
Mantis X is that firearms training system. No ammo, all electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. You simply attach it to your firearm and you're good to go. You get data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique. They'll guide you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters can improve within 20 minutes of using the technology of Mantis X. It's used by the Marine Corps, the Army, Special Forces. Again, military-grade technology at an affordable uh, price for you. Anyway, you can start improving today your shooting accuracy. Be confident and confident in your shooting ability. Just go to their website, one word, mantisx.com, M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. More with John Solomon, Miranda Devine, and your calls, 800-941-SEAN on the other side. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. So we hear stories of home title theft every single day, but some of them really make me angry. Now, this poor woman, 89 years old, owned her Brooklyn home since the 60s, had it stolen from under her. The criminal forged her signature, stole her title, and stole her home and sold it. Our friends at HomeTitleLock.com showed all of us here at Team Hannity how simple and easy it is for these thieves to transfer your home into their name. It takes less than six minutes, but you can protect your your home protect the people that you care about and right now our friends at hometitlelock.com will give you 30 days of true home protection free they will alert you the instant the second someone messes with your title and then home title locks title restoration specialists will act fast to save your home now get started today with a free title scan to see if you or your family member are already a victim go to hometitlelock.com promo code sean and protect your home today all right, we continue with John Solomon, investigative reporter, editor-in-chief of JustTheNews.com, Miranda Devine, investigative reporter, author of the bestseller, The Laptop from Hell, also New York Post columnist and investigative reporter. There are really two parallel stories that we're following here, Miranda, and, and the first is the Biden family syndicate and their money-making activities, and especially with foreign countries, uh, you can add to that Joe lying about it, but the second investigation is law enforcement, and, and we had IRS whistleblower testimony. Now we have the 1023 form, thanks to Senator Chuck Grassley and, and all the revelations and comments and specific quotes of a credible FBI informant. We know the FBI found this informant incre- uh, credible because they paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars, but this now is into why the various federal law enforcement agencies and very specifically the fbi and the doj have been protecting the bidens from any and all scrutiny uh especially as they aggressively have been looking to destroy former president donald trump and we're even hearing rumors of a a possible what third fourth indictment today this one on the january 6th issue that it could happen tuesday or thursday are you hearing that too yeah look i think you put your finger right on it uh, Sean, that this is a, a huge story about corruption, but I think an even bigger story is the cover-up. Uh, we've seen from, um, you know, numerous, maybe five or six serious allegations coming from different sources about Ukraine, about China, about payments to the Biden family and that Joe Biden was involved. They came flooding in to the DOJ and they seem to have been buried. And the perfect example is that 
FBI document you mentioned from the confidential human source. It's called an FD-1023, and that was the one that Chuck Grasley released last week. And that is really a bombshell. And that, again, is involved with these Ukrainians, uh, this guy Nikolai Zlochevsky. I think we'll find that the Ukrainian bit of this story is probably where Joe Biden is the most vulnerable because it is the most easily provable quid pro quo. That is the firing of Viktor Shokin, the prosecutor who was at that time investigating Burisma and its owner and had plans to, uh, it, to actually start investigating Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. So it was uh, urgent to get rid of Viktor Shokin and it worked because Victor Shokin's successor as Prosecutor General just dropped the whole case and uh, it ended up being a sweetheart deal for Burisma and Zlachevsky, similar to the sweetheart deal that Hunter Biden got from Delaware. And we see from the IRS whistleblowers how that investigation that went on for five years in Delaware under the US Attorney David Weiss was again obstructed and uh, the, the Bidens again protected. The protection of the Bidens, not just from the FBI and the DOJ, but also from the CIA, if you remember that Dirty 51 letter that came out just after our uh, story, uh, our breaking story in October of 2020, when we broke the story of the laptop, October 14, uh, a few days after that, we had the letter from the 51 former intelligence officials lying about the laptop and about our story and saying it was Russian disinformation. Uh, that was five former directors of the CIA. And we have found out just recently from uh, Mike Morell, who was one of those former acting directors, um, he, he has told Congress in, uh, under oath that he was contacted by Anthony Blinken, now the Secretary of State, then uh, a high-level campaign aide of Joe Biden's, uh, Mike Morell said he was contacted by Anthony Blinken, who planted the suggestion for writing that letter uh, to help Joe Biden in the upcoming final debate against Donald Trump. And it worked for Joe Biden. He just waved that letter around and he said, uh, what you're saying, Donald Trump, is uh, just a Russian plant. My son did nothing wrong. Just like we know that they pre-bunked the whole laptop story and they had already verified the authenticity of the laptop from hell, which you wrote an entire book on. Uh, and and I want to get into, on the, on the other side of this break, we just have so much more to get to. I want to get into some of the very specific conversations revealed in that FD-1023 form. So we'll continue with Miranda Devine and John Solomon on the other side, 800-941-SEAN is our number. If you want to be a part of the program, we have... Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN. We'll continue with investigative reporters John Solomon, Miranda Devine in a second. Listen, if you want to support U.S.-funded resources, the Phoenix Capital Group is inviting you to invest in the heart of America with their domestic energy corporate bonds at Phoenix Capital. They connect private investor principal with direct investments in domestic energy assets, a lot of it locked in on the state level. They'll tell you all about it. Your venture in these U.S.-backed uh, equities can gain up to 9 to 12% annual interest that they pay monthly. Uh, clearly a vote of confidence in the American dream and, of course, the unwavering spirit that did build this great country. Uh, bottom line is, find out more. Download the Phoenix Capital Group's free investment packet today. Do your own research, background, investigative work. Go to phxonhannity.com. Remember, investments in bonds, they do have a certain amount of risk associated with it. You should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss uh, before making any investment decision. you got to carefully consider, review any and all risk involved, and you can learn how to diversify. Your investments are 9 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Capital Group's free investment packet today. Just go to phxonhannity.com. We've held over John Solomon, editor-in-chief, justthenews.com, investigative reporter, and Miranda Devine, author of the best-selling book, Laptop from Hell, investigative reporter, columnist for the New York Post. Uh, John, we've been talking about Devin Archer and the appearance. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? I keep hearing different days. Is the latest down Thursday? I think it's still in flux, but Thursday is the target, but not yet uh, solidified as of noon today when I last. Did, did we get any update? Because Comer, who's in charge of the House Oversight Committee, has been trying to get some of the background materials that were used in the trial of Devin Archer. Has that been made readily available? I, I know they never wanted to hand over the suspicious activity information or the 1023 form. Uh, I know that. You know, Christopher Ray was ducking, dodging, weaving and obfuscating the entire time as, you know, in terms of looking into these things. So my question to you is, are they going to have that pertinent information for this for this? They will. Not. They, they will it'll be something that will come later. The subpoenas are being prepared this week to be sent to the document holding company to compel them to turn them over to Congress, whether or not they turn it over to 
uh, uh, Devin Archer, who he's been trying to do. Those are his lawful documents. He's paid the bills for them, but he hasn't been able to get them. Uh, they will get them, but that will sort of be like Devin Archer's second testimony. He'll give his first narrative based on what he recalls. Then these documents will come in, and they're frozen in time, and they will give Congress a second set of leads to begin to look at. All right, so now we're expecting, you know, what, case number, you know, whatever number, three, four, five against Donald Trump. Uh, are you hearing that it might be Tuesday or Thursday of this week that they announce charges? This case, in this case, would be Washington, D.C., related to January 6th? There are lots of discussions that that may happen. The grand jury's meeting tomorrow, as far as I can tell from the, the work I've done. Not clear whether they'll ask to be handed up an indictment. Some witnesses, who I think are important to that case, are still scheduled to testify in early August. That doesn't mean that they, they're necessary for the indictment, but there's some activity that looks like it's spilling into August. So I'll have to wait and see whether Jack Smith tries to pull the trigger on an indictment before he's wrapped up all of his witnesses. Or if he go forward with one indictment and then add charges down the road. That's a possibility also, right? Definitely a possibility. Absolutely. Let me get back to the FD-1023 form. We spent a lot of time on it last week, or, or confidential human source. Uh, and as documented in this, this has to do with, with Burisma, the Ukrainian oil and gas giant, this massive amount of money to pay Hunter, who sat on the board. This goes to the heart of Joe Biden bragging that he demanded leverage the billion taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor fired in six hours. Son of a bee, they did it. And that meant Hunter continued to get paid. Uh, but this this head of Burisma saying, uh, oh, that the reason they hired Hunter was to protect them through their dad from all kinds of, of problem. Uh, don't worry, Hunter will take care of any of these issues through his dad. And at the time, Hunter's dad was the vice president in charge of U.S. policy for Ukraine, just to give everybody the timeline here. And it ended up working out the way they wanted. And according to the claims documented in the 1023 form, now, again, confidential source, this is a source that the FBI had paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to. So I imagine they view this confidential human source as, as pretty credible. Uh, but directly quoting the head of Burisma saying it cost five million to pay one Biden, five billion to pay another Biden, stating that he didn't want to pay the Bidens, but he was pushed into paying the Bidens. Refers to Hunter as stupid over and over again, saying that his dog is even smarter than than Hunter Biden. But it was to get to Joe at the end. Then you can add to that the WhatsApp message. I'm sitting here with my father and would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. It seems to me that there's there has to be forthcoming at some point here, John Solomon, an investigation into call it whatever you want. Bribery, influence peddling, quid pro quo. You use the term you want. But doesn't that investigation? Shouldn't the FBI be up to their eyeballs in this by now, considering they've had all this information? And why hadn't they used it? Yeah, listen, that's a question that just came up in my interview just a short uh, while ago with Whistleblower X. We now know his uh, name, uh, the IRS whistleblower who uh, is part of the case. And he said, listen, I was never shown this. I'm working on the very specific issue that Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes on a certain amount of money from Brisbane. They don't give it to me. And it's clearly relevant. If the frontline agents weren't getting this information in 2017, 2020, 2021, you have to ask yourself, what was the FBI doing it? Now, the FBI says right now this is part of an ongoing investigation. They're not more specific than that. But it's pretty clear not a whole lot was done with this information over the 
period of time from 2017 when it first came in and 2020 when it became very detailed in, in uh, specific allegations. The FBI doesn't seem to be doing that sort of investigation. It certainly hasn't been doing it as far as I can tell. I think the big question will be, can Congress run these things to ground? Can they find the tapes? Can they find the actual act that Joe Biden took that was beneficial to Burisma? Right now, we think that act might have been removing Victor Shokin. There's a very clear story from the government and Joe Biden. That action was taken because everybody in the United States government agreed that that should be taken. I think by the end of this week, that story is going to be in great question when people see the new documents we got from the State Department. What would you expect that those documents reveal, or what are they likely to reveal? They're likely to reveal that the uh, the State Department and the rest of the U.S. government had a different recommendation going into the fall of 2015, and then reverse course. We'll be able to make those documents public. I have them. We're working on them. We'll get them out middle of this week. Uh, and people can see there's a lot of different things that have been laid down in stone as the official story of Joe Biden. We've seen how much of Joe Biden's story has gone into reversal. I think another part of it, specifically, what was the recommendation on the billion-dollar loan guarantees? That's going to go into reversal pretty soon as well. You know, Miranda, all we hear about is Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. The media has pretty much ignored all of this. Uh, you even take it a step further today and, and give very specific examples of Hunter Biden put it, putting his father, Joe, on speakerphone to talk to his foreign business partners. Uh, and a lot of these countries that we're talking about are very hostile towards our country, aren't they? Yes. And look, you know that the Democrats are losing when their only response is Trump, Trump, Trump. And we saw that. Uh, in the latest hearing with the FBI whistleblowers, um, they just spoke the truth and they had ample evidence to show that, uh, you know, Hunter Biden had committed uh, allegedly these tax felonies and that David Weiss and the DOJ covered for him so that he got this sweetheart deal. So all the Democrats had in that hearing against the truth tellers was Trump, Trump, Trump. They just kept on bringing up Donald Trump. It's all they have. It's all the New York Times and the Washington Post have. If you look, they didn't publish a thing about Chuck Grasley's FD 1023. I bet you they don't publish a thing about my story today about Devin Archer's testimony because all they do, all their stories on their front page are about Trump. They try to distract their readers and their viewers with Trump derangement, and I guess it works for them. But if you look at this FD 1023 that Chuck Grasley released last week, this FBI document from a trusted, long-term, paid FBI source who specifically quote that Burisma uh, boss, that owner, Zlochevsky, who is the guy that Joe Biden spoke to, according to Devin Archer, on the speakerphone, specifically quotes Lachevsky saying that these bribes, these multi-million dollar bribes, were paid to Joe Biden to get the prosecutor, Victor Shokin, fired. And there are two recordings that Lachevsky says he has of Joe Biden that he's using as insurance. And that's what exactly what John just talked about, which is that the official story is that Joe Biden got had to get Victor Shokin fired because Victor Shokin was corrupt and was not investigating Burisma. That's just not true. That's not true. We know that um, Victor Shokin in February of 2016, just a couple of months after that speaker phone call, sent out warrants to seize all of Zlachevsky's 
um, property in Kiev. Two houses, two blocks of land, um, a Rolls Royce. <clears throat> that investigation was underfoot. It was heating up. And that's why the Burisma people were getting frantic. And what John is going to be producing with these documents later this week is really crucial because it puts the lie to the official narrative that's been run even just last week by the Washington Post fact-checker Glenn Kessler that Joe Biden was just carrying out official US policy that the EU agreed with and the World Bank agreed with. Um, in fact, it wasn't US policy, as John will show. Quick break, more with uh, Miranda Devine and John Solomon on the other side. All right, we continue with JustTheNews.com editor-in-chief and also investigative reporter John Solomon, Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist, author of the bestseller, The Laptop from Hell, uh, and uh, investigative reporter in her own right. Miranda, one little follow-up to this whole thing here. Now that the country is going to know. Now, you, well, there's one advantage that Joe Biden has over Donald Trump is you can't arrest a sitting president. However, if all of this now is shown to the country and the country sees that the Biden family, you know, literally took in 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 tens of millions of dollars from hostile regimes towards our country. And Joe Biden just flat out lied to all of us about it. And he was actively involved in these business dealings. You know, what is the what is the fallout from that? Can you even anticipate that? Well, I mean, they're not going to arrest Joe Biden. I I, I just think that um, they, they're keeping the, their fingers in the dike as long as they can until it just becomes overwhelming. And then at some point, they're going to have to cut Joe Biden loose. But for now, I think they're just confident because they have half the media, the so-called prestige media, is covering for Joe Biden. Uh, the intelligence community, the FBI, they're all... It's not just protecting Joe Biden at this stage. For them, it's protecting themselves. It's trying to cover up the cover-up. So it's going to get very ugly. And, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of criticism of, of the Republicans in the House and James Comer and the Oversight Committee. They're not doing things fast enough or well enough for certain people around. Uh, but they've been, they've been stonewalled every step of the way, in fairness to them. In, and that's what I'm saying. They've been stonewalled and it's, they have enormous forces arrayed against them. So I think the fact that they're able to get any information out at all is pretty amazing. Uh, remember, they've got the most expensive lawyers that money can pay for who are ostensibly working for Hunter Biden, but really uh, Joe. Um, they have the White House. They have um, half the media, the prestige media in their pockets. Um, and and they have the FBI and Chris Ray just bucking every step of the way um, any attempts by oversight to extract documents. And this unclassified FD-1023, Christopher Ray initially told James Comer and Chuck Grasley it didn't exist. And Chuck Grasley knew it existed because... Uh, they, had a co they had a copy. Comer had a copy. He told me so. Exactly. And the FBI whistleblowers and other whistleblowers, uh, they're, they're, they're so courageous. The IRS whistleblowers you saw the other day. There are a lot of patriotic and courageous Americans who have come forward. Uh, you don't even know who a lot of them are. And this is where I think no matter all the power that Joe Biden has on his side, you have a few brave Americans 
Uh, many, many more coming out of the woodwork now. And the more whistleblowers there are, the more that others behind the scenes are emboldened and uh, and their consciences are pricked. Yeah. Because what went on with this corruption is outrageous. Well, it can it can happen again. Uh, we, I'm just looking at the clock. We have a little over a minute left. Let me let me give the last word here to John Solomon. Uh, I mean, I could talk to you guys about this. You're so both of you so knowledgeable about it. And I want the American people to know because they're not going to hear it anywhere else in the media. John, we'll give you the last word. How is this all going to play out and end? Listen, I think we got to find out what other evidence is still out there. What's in Devin Archer's documents? Do the tapes exist? Can the informant come forward? Will the Burisma executives come forward and confirm what they previously told the informant? There are so many pieces of the puzzle still to be snapped in before we know where this ends. But what we do know now is that Joe Biden lied to get the presidency. The story he told us, not getting money for his family from China, not meeting his son's business partners, not being involved in it, that the laptop was fake. All of that has been debunked. It means Joe Biden lied in his job interview with the American people in 2020. That will be on the ballot when the 2024 election comes around. All right, John Solomon, Miranda Devine, you very generous with your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you both for your hard work, your investigative reporting, and uh, the walls are closing in on the Biden family syndicate in large part because of uh, the Pulitzer Prize uh, level of, of reporting of both of you. Phenomenal work. Thank you. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.